The truth lives. Political bomb show starring Rishon Blyden. Today is Monday. Today is Monday. Monday string beans. All you hungry children, come and eat it up. Welcome to Political Bomb Show. Tell me about it. 323-835-1123, politicalbombshow.cf. Yes, indeed. They really are blue Mondays. The days are so long. You have no idea. Um, I have no idea what I'm in store for. <laughs> it's horrible. How's everyone's weekend? Mine's was pretty relaxing, actually. Nursing this earache that won't seem to go away. I really do need antibiotics. But I have been taking some, it's called golden seal root, and it made the pain go away. Golden seal root is sort of like a, like a herbal uh, antibiotic. It does a lot of stuff, really strong stuff. It even tells you you can't take it more than five days in a row. That's how strong the stuff is. So it's helped. The bottle is almost finished, so gonna have to buy some more. But it definitely, uh, I think it's, it's working because the air ache isn't aching anymore, but it's stuffed up. I can't really hear anything on the right side of my ear. So that's the way how it went for me. Of course, I had a couple brewskis. Like I told you before, this Powder Hollow Brewery in East Hampton, Massachusetts. The one, the IPA one that's called Hop Hazard Double IPA. Amazing stuff. Woo, you know. So today's, I'm going to talk about your legacy. What do you want to leave behind? What legacy do you want to leave behind before you're gone? Do you even know if you want to leave a legacy behind? Or are you one of these guys who just want to work nine to five until you you reach your retirement age, and that's it. You have no um, no plans of leaving a legacy behind. It doesn't really matter to you. Are you one of those type of guys, or are you a guy? When I say guy, I'm not just talking about men, obviously. I mean everyone, men or women. Do you have a legacy that you want to leave behind? So I'll be talking about that, and, of course, I will be doing your news and some parodies as you've come to love. So... Let's start off with some news. Aaron Hernandez suicide notes reveal. Let's see what this is all about, shall we? This story is coming from the New York Post, and it says, uh, da, da, da. When attorney Jose Bayes first met Aaron Hernandez in 2016, the former NFL star was already serving life in prison. The, ten, the then 26-year-old had been arrested for the murder of Odin Lloyd, an acquaintance. In 2013, after three seasons with the New England Patriots, now he needed a lawyer for another indictment involving an earlier double homicide. This wasn't a good guy. Bayes took the case and grew close with the athlete, he helped Hernandez win an acquittal 
on April 14, 2017, but days later, on April 19, the 27-year-old hanged himself in his cell. This sounds, I don't know. I mean, April 14, he gets an acquittal. And then days later, April 19, he hangs himself in the cell. I don't know. I mean, if you get an acquittal, I don't know if that means he was getting out because it says uh, that he was in there for more than one murder, right? 26 year arrested for the murder of Odin. Lloyd, an acquaintance in 2013 after three seasons. Uh, I don't know. So anyway, uh, I don't know if it sounds, no wonder there's some conspiracy theories around this, that uh, he didn't kill himself, that he was murdered because he was acquitted. So anyway, uh, a brain scan revealed that the former tight end had suffered severe brain injuries consistent with chronic traumatic Let's see, CTE, I'm just going to use that. I'm not going to use the long word. Due to repeated head blows while playing football. Doctors said that it was the most severe case they had ever seen from someone so young. So, wow. Bayes has chronicled the last year of his client's life in unnecessarily roughness inside the trial and final days of Aaron Hernandez in a book called Hatchet Books, Out Tuesday. Among the tomes, revelations are three notes found after Hernandez's death addressed to his daughter, Avil Jenkins Hernandez, now five, fiance. Sayana Shay, Jenkins, now 29, and Bayes himself. Hernandez wrote three letters the night he died, letters discovered in his cell and revealed to us by correction officers a few days after his death, said Bayes. For the first time, the Post can reveal those suicide notes in highlighted text, Bayes uh, deciphered the hidden meanings behind Hernandez's words. Okay. Is this really all about selling the book? I don't know. Let's see. Written on ruled paper was a letter to Bayes dated April 18, 2017. Nothing in it suggests Aaron was thinking of killing himself, said Bayes, 48. He talks about contacting artists in the future and that if I can't help him, he'll figure something out. It's a sweet letter. I'll always cherish that was real, the real Aaron. So, um, yeah, it really sounds like, 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 uh, like he was killed. I don't know. And why was he acquitted? You know, I really didn't follow this story. I got to be honest. I didn't really follow the story. So I don't know why he was acquitted. Did he not murder Odin? Or I don't know. Someone can send me, shoot me a quick quick message. Let me know. 
Give me, shoot me a, t a quick text. Say, yo, Rayshon, blah, 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 323-835-1123. Aaron, this is a letter that he wrote to uh, Jose. It says, what's up, brother? Why am I putting on that voice? What's up, brother? Aaron often addressed me as his brother. We had a very close relationship. When I, Oh, no, this isn't a letter. I'm sorry. When I met him, I sat him down and said, I'm going to be your lawyer, your priest, all those things. It was a big brother type relationship. We would talk about life and the object of life. I gave him advice. He was needing it at the time. Well, I wrote this letter following my acquittal, and I think this is a letter here. Uh, well, I wrote this letter following my acquittal and wanted to voice how I felt and let some people whose music helped me get through hard times know that it did, wrong or right, who knows. I just follow my na natural instincts and how it guides me. Pros or cons didn't weigh them, but I'm sure you'll let me know your view. Besides that, I want you to know you have me forever like you never understood, and time will reveal that I'm not perfect, but my love and loyalty is like you've never seen. I appreciate all your work, time, effort, and never let that slip your mind. In time, you will see how appreciated you are as well as all the others equally. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a student. That doesn't sound like someone who's going to kill themselves. It doesn't. So who knows if it was an inside job and the correctional officers knew about it. I don't know. I, I, this is just an opinion. This is just me spouting out a theory. I don't know if this is true or not. So. I'm just being speculatory. So uh, I believe he means all the other lawyers on the team. We gave everything we had to that case, worked all-nighters. He wanted to let us know how much that meant to him. But never forgot, never forget, I will whoop, I will never forget, I will whoop your your. Bass, take off the beat if you get too crazy. Ha ha, time. That's Aaron. He joked around all the time. So in between the letter, he, the, the lawyer, Jose, he's putting his own comments. Okay, so, but we could grab a drink after. All jokes aside, I hope your son is well and all your loved ones. I need a favor. If you have any contacts for any artists like Gates, Meek Mill, Ross, Jay, Game, etc. Hernandez was referring to hip-hop artists Kevin Gates, Rick Ross, and Jay-Z. Kevin Gates was a client of mine, but the others weren't. Aaron loved rap and hip-hop, I don't. And he used music to get through tough times. And he had a lot of times. This shows that when he was writing this note, that he was upbeat and positive. It's true. That's what it sounds like to me. So it's puzzling that he killed himself right after, you know, writing stuff like this. I don't understand it. 
that he uh, was looking forward to the future. This corresponds with my last conversation with him hours before he passed. So I don't something happened there, and we'll probably never find out. Uh, I would like to send you letters so you can send to send to their information or whichever way you think is best. I don't know any media really getting into me trying to <clears throat> trying to just send my love to all the artists who got me through the tough times and send in my respect to a few of the real ones out there. So I think that's the best idea through you. It's something I have to do and I'd appreciate if you could do that for me, if possible. If not, I'll figure something out. Well, get at me. Love your brother, Aaron. So, um, wow. It really didn't sound like he was, I mean, there's a lot more. If you want to read the whole article, you could just go to, uh, to the New York Post and look for yesterday's article. And you'll find it there. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it doesn't sound like like someone who wanted to kill himself. It's, I mean, there's a lot. They, he had the other two letters, but I'm not going to read them all. It's just very, uh, I don't know. It doesn't sound like someone who was going to kill themselves, honestly. So <clears throat> I don't know. I really didn't follow the story. And so, I mean, I've heard about it, obviously, but and I've heard some of the conspiracy theories out there, but I don't know. Oh, speaking of football, mm, mm, mm. I don't know. I don't know about this. Da, 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 da. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I keep clearing my my throat. It's just the, the air is so dry. The air is super dry. You know. So um, I don't know. What to um to do? I'm trying not to do that off air. I'm not trying to make these uh, sounds, but uh, that's what's happening, you know. So anyway, um, what was I gonna say? Okay, so um, let's just get into this real quick. Oh, no, this isn't what I want. I'm sorry. This is not what I want. That's the thing with live shows. They don't always go as planned. They all always go as planned. So let's try this again, shall we? Stand up and tear, stop your feet, stop clapping. NBC, Sunday night about to happen. So let's talk about the NFL. They are uh, still going forward with this male, this male, uh, male cheerleaders. I said male cheerleaders take the field. Honestly, who is going? Women, do you want to see male cheerleaders? Oh, I'm asking the women. They might, they probably will want to do that. But 
Yeah, this I'm sorry, I'm not looking at this. This this looks he looks so uh feminine for lack of a better word. I mean, who else would want to I don't think you'd want it. any straight guy out there want to be a a cheerleader for the NFL. I'm just curious because this guy doesn't look he looks feminine. I'm not the, I'm not the, um, saying that that uh he he's not uh straight, but he looks feminine. And he is Jesse Hernandez. Wow. Jesse Hernandez. Oh my goodness. I'm I'm clicking through the pictures. It's it's it, it's just it's nothing I want to see. It looks horrible. Who wants to see this? Who wants to see this? <laughs> oh my goodness. So I'm looking at this picture here. It says Mother of Jesse Hernandez, Tracy Hernandez, and Mickey Richard wait to see Jesse's performance as the first male uh, Saints Saint station before the NFL football present pregame preseason game between the New Orleans Saints and Arizona Cardinals. The father, I'm just reading body language, and as well as. He doesn't look happy, basically. He look, I could tell, I could read his, his face, his body language. He said, oh my goodness, I can't believe my son is doing this. That's the look he has on his face. I mean, yeah, he looks really feminine. Wow. Okay, that's enough of that. I don't want to see any more of this. As if I didn't, <laughs> as if I didn't need another reason not to watch football. Well, there it is. That's another reason. Another trial looms. Let's see what's going on here. Uh, another trial looms. Is anyone following the Manafort trial? Because I'm not. Another trial looms for ex-Trump campaign chairman Manafort. It says here, as jurors weigh Paul's Manafort fate in sprawling financial fraud case, this former Trump campaign chairman still has another trial looming in the nation's capital and prosecutors there have a whole new set of charges and a huge volume of evidence. So they're not going to stop digging until they get this guy. That's, that's the same thing they're going to do with Trump. Uh, you know, they're not going to keep digging until they could find something. I mean, who was it? What's his name? He said that that they can indict us as ham sandwich. Uh, they can indict a ham sandwich. So they'll just keep digging. I don't understand. I don't want to read this story. I don't want to read it. I just don't. I just don't want to read no more. Uh, uh, um. Arrest made in more than 100 uh, synthetic pot overdose in the park. Wow. Let's see what happened there. Potheads. You guys are potheads. If you want to be a pothead, that's up to you, like I said. That's up to you. I don't care. I just know that I could never be a pothead. Don't want to be a pothead. No, 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 no. 
no pause. Head, I just don't. Head, motorcycles, hold on. These motorcycles are annoying as hell. I can't get my work done. Sounds so unprofessional. I can't wait until I, I move into a house and I have my own studio where things are quiet. I don't have that right now. I wish I did. I really did. Say I can't see where the hell's my visine. Okay, so Potsog, Visine, of course. I get it. I get it. Pot and Visine. Visine and Pot. Does anyone watch Preacher? It's getting really good. And um, what's the other one that I watch on Mondays? I was gonna clean my room until I got high. I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got high. My room is still messed up, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. potheads. Okay, that's enough of that. I actually did like that song, even though I don't get high. It's just catchy. It's a catchy song. Catchy, catchy song. Well, let's get back to the news at hand. Let's see what you have going on here. So this was in New Haven, Connecticut. New Haven, Connecticut. A 53-year-old man has been arrested in connection with more than 100 synthetic marijuana overdoses, many of them in the same New Haven park, after authorities say they caught him with 32 bags of the drugs, police, excuse me, police said on Friday. Some of the victims identified John Parker of New Haven as one of the people who was dealing K2 on the New Haven Green. K2 must be the name of the synthetic pot that's been killing people, I guess. Whose most of the overdoses occurred Wednesday and Thursday, police chief Anthony Campbell said. No deaths were report- reported, and officials said most people recovered quickly. No overdoses were reported Friday. Parker who was arrested Wednesday, was charged with drug crimes after being found in possession of K2 bags, Campbell said. He was also charged in connection with drug sales in the city earlier this year, the chief said. Campbell also said two other people were arrested, one by New Haven police and one by federal authorities and investigators were trying to determine whether they were connected to the overdose. The arrests do not mean all the bad K2 has been located, Campbell said. Parker was detained on $225,000 bail. A public defender said there was no proof linking any drugs Parker may have had to the overdose. We want people to be warned that what they have 
could be extremely dangerous and they should not use it. One man, one other man, one of the other men arrested, Felix Melendez, 37, was charged with drug crimes during the investigation, but Campbell said it hadn't been determined whether he was connected to the overdose. So, if you're in New Haven out there, stay away from that K2. It can kill you. It can kill you. Stay away from that K2. It can kill you. I said, it can kill you. So stay away from the K2. <laughs> it's not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing. I'll be right back. I'm Liberals don't have a sense of humor. They don't know 
or realize it's a parody. It's meant to be funny. So I just figured I'd say that. I don't like weed myself. Okay, so let's get back to some news here. Beaches remain closed. So if you're a beach goer, Cape Cod summer beaches are closed because of sharks. So passing that along to you. Black director blasts Spike Lee for selling out. Let's see. Not that I even care. Uh, let's see. By the way, I'm not going to go see that stupid movie of his, The Black Klansman. I'm not going to go. I don't think I want to go see it. But anyway, director Boots Riley slams Spike Lee's Black Klansman as made up. Let's see. Boots Riley, the writer-director of Sorry to Bother You, attacked Spike Lee's Black Klansman Friday in three-page essay on Twitter. How could you write a three-page essay on Twitter? How's that possible? Anyway, Blacks, <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking about that. He had to have just kept going and going, and when the, when the character filled up, he just kept writing more and more, and then it filled up. That took a lot of time. Why didn't you just use another forum instead of wasting your time anyway? Black Klansman is based on the true story of African-American police detective Ron Stallworth. Infiltrating a local chapter of the Ku Klux Klan. But Riley calls the film a made up story that fails to paint an accurate picture of police brutality and racism in America. So let's see, uh, read more for what is this? Bobby Brown on the most heartbreaking part of the Bobby Brown story. Okay, I'm not going to read that right now. Riley starts out by saying, Lee has been a huge influence and is the reason he went to the film school. Then he begins to criticize Black Klansmen. It's a made-up story in which the false parts of it is sick. Try to make a cop the protagonist in the fight against racist oppression. It's being put while BLM, they could SMD, is a discussion. And this is not coincidental. There is a viewpoint behind it, he says in his essay. I'm not going to read this stupid essay. He wrote a lot here. But it says there, contains spoilers, so don't read it if you haven't seen it and you don't want to spoil it. It's not a movie I'm going to see, but I might spoil it for you guys, so yeah, I'm not going to read. I'm going to stop there. I'm not going to read it. But if if you've seen the movie and you already know, you can go to urbanhollywood411.com, and this was dated August 17th, so that was... uh. Two days ago, no, three days ago. So if you want to read the story, you can read it there. I'm not, I don't want to do any spoilers either. So look at the shirt that this idiot is wearing. So there's a picture of Spike Lee, and he's wearing a shirt that says, God 
protect Robert the Donkey Mueller. It didn't say the Donkey Mueller. It just says God protect Robert Mueller. You're 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 a fool. You're a damn fool. Um, what else we got here? Breasts were purple in Colombia. Even dentists can perform plastic surgery. Huh? What's going on? Brazilian border towns residents drive out immigrants. Let's read. This one is more interesting to me. Let's see. Let's read this one. This was. This is from Yahoo News. Angry residents of Brazilian border town of Pacarama ran riot and drove out Venezuelan immigrants on Saturday after the local restaurant owner was stabbed and beaten. Beaten. Residents of government officials said so. They stood up to them. They stood up to those damn bully immigrants. Are we going to ever do that here? I don't know about that. CNN accused of intimidating. Intimidating who? This is from Breitbart. CNN accused of intimidating Paul Manafort jewelry. CNN is being accused of attempting to in- imitate the Paul Manafort jewelry after the far left cable channel and six other anti-Trump outlets requested the jewelers' names and home addresses. This isn't right. Manafort who worked for a short time at President Trump's campaign, chairman during the 2016 presidential election, has been charged. Okay, yeah. On Thursday, CNN, along with six other far-left media outlets, the Washington Post, which belongs to Amazon, we know how they feel, BuzzFeed, we know how they feel, Political, and the New York Times, NBC, and the AP, sued for the release of the names and home addresses of all the Manafort jewelers, a move that is both disturbing and almost unprecedented. As Bray Payton at the Federalist points out, publicly outing the names and home addresses of jewelers is considered ethically questionable and outlined in the guidance sheet on the topic from the report's Committee for Freedom of the Press. To begin with, it is seen as unseemly to thrust jurors into the spotlight against their own will when they are not volunteering it for um, publicity. Yeah, this is really sickening. So they they are intimidating them. They're trying to say, you better come back with a not guilty, otherwise we're going to out you. That's what it sounds like to me. And and this is, seems to be legal and fair. Uh, economy, boom or blip? How about my tip? <laughs> okay. Uh, erode the... 
Erdogan vows Turkey will not cow by USA. I said, we will not move to the USA. Move. Let's see here. He says, Turkish president recap declared Saturday that his country would not count by the United States. His latest broadside in the bitter feud between Ankara and Washington. Two, the two NATO members are at odds over Turkey's de detention of an American pastor, which has triggered a trade role and <clears throat> trade role and sent the local currency taking a knife spin, a tailspin. Oh, we will not surrender to those who present themselves as a strategic partner while at the same time trying to make us a strategic target. Anyway. Let our pastor go. Last week, U.S. President Donald Trump said he had doubled the tariffs on alum aluminum and steel tariffs from Turkey, prompting Ankara to sharply hike tariffs on several U.S. products. And Turkey on Friday threatened to respond if kind, if in kind, if Washington imposed further sanctions while a court rejected another appeal to free the pastor, Andrew Bronson. Why is Bronson locked up? I'm not sure. Do we know why he's locked up there? Let's see here. A quick search. She'll tell me. Andrew Craig Bronson is an American pastor in Turkey, arrested in October 2016 doing the purge occurring after the 2016 Turkish coup attempt against uh, against President Aragon. So that's why he's locked up there. Yeah. I say triple down on the, on the tariff on them. Triple down. Triple that down and go for a quadruple. I don't know if it says, I think that's a such word, the quadruple, but you know what I mean? Squeeze the life out of them until they let that man go. Let's see. Uh, first look on how the astronauts may live on missions to deep space. Huh. Let's see here. Lockheed Martin gives first look into where astronauts may live on missions to deep space. Caution, do not enter. I don't know that I would, I, I'm pretty sure I don't want to live in deep space. It's just, I'm not gonna do it. I don't wanna do it. Google ambitions for China could trigger crisis inside the company. Let's see. I, I hope it, it, they fail. I hope they fail, like how Russ Limbaugh said about Obama. I hope he fails. Well, I hope they fail. 
On Thursday afternoon, a critical meeting at Google was derailed by a half handful of tweets. Employees who had been present top executive for answers about the company's plans to build a censored search engine and news app for the Chinese market appeared to have finally gotten their wish. Google co-founder Sergey Brin and CEO Sundar Pachai, I don't know how you pronounce his name, had taken the stage to address employee concerns. We'll definitely be transparent as we get closer to the actual having to plan of records. Yeah, right. Sting tells the lie. Tells another lie. Your nose is growing like Pinocchio. The employees noticed that executive words were being transcribed in real time by the New York Times' Kate Conger, who had source, uh, who had a source inside, upon which an unidentified employee at the meeting went up to a microphone and did this, according to the insiders, Greg Sandoval. Oh, wow! He dropped the F-bomb. He said, F you, said the male Google. Well, he, did, he, read, he said this whole word out. F you, said the male Google employee standing at the microphone doing a pivotal moment at the company's all-hands meeting on Thursday night. According to three sources in attendance who spoke with Business Insider, the man was addressing whoever within Google was rely, relaying what was said at the gathering in real time to the New York Times reporter. Also, he was mad at the uh, at the whistleblower, basically. That's why he said "f you." He was he was uh, okay. So <laughs> that's funny. The reporter had posted statements to Twitter that had been made just minutes before by Google's co-founder Sergey Brin and CEO Sander Pichai, and her tweets were displayed on a large screen before the gathering. It was a dramatic turn of events, and it stopped the meeting in its tracks. Few details about the Chinese project were shared. So, all right, so there you go. There you go, drama in Google land. Drama, drama, drama. ICE detains man driving pregnant wife to hospital to deliver baby. Let's see. Hmm. It says here, they delivered the baby and says he was wanted for a homicide in Mexico. A newborn within, a newborn is without his father Friday after Immigration good agents detained a man as he was taking his wife to the delivery room. I mean, to the hospital. I feel very bad right now, Maria Del Carmen. Don't feel bad, your husband. It okay. Calm down. Let's calm down. Who Musa like 
one of my friends used to always tell me, Musa. So her husband, Joel Irana Lara, was driving his wife to the hospital for a scheduled cesarean section Wednesday afternoon. Okay, I don't care. Bottom line is, ICE did their job. Let's give them a hand. Good job. Very good. Very good. Inside the ring of underground wrestling. Who, who still does underground wrestling? I thought that the WWE and Vince McMahon and his uh, his uh, freak show killed them all off. It's a story from the New York Times. I'm sorry. I just don't. I'm not into wrestling anymore. I've been stopped watching ever since it started off with this CCO and Triple H taking over and all this nonsense. I was like, I'm done with this. This guy looks familiar. Let's see who's in this picture. Graham Bell and Luke Langley recovering from a wrestling match. Um, by day, Jake Gomez works as a special education teacher in downtown Brooklyn. But on a Friday evening in June, the stocky Mohawk 31-year-old was professionally elbow-dropping opponents in the ring within the cinder block center of the most of the precious blood search in the Bath Beach section of Brooklyn. He was, what is this? He was Logan Black, the king's king of chaos. Mr. Gomez is part of New York's underground wrestling scene, a DIY community performer's community of performers, referees, managers, and fans who embrace the violent uh, sport usually seen on pay-per-view or in an arena. For a few hours a day, a few hours a week, uh, I don't care. I kind of want to read anymore. Let's just read to where, where the injury happened. Um, where did the accident happen? All right, I'm done reading this. I don't care. I don't even care about mainstream wrestling. Never mind underground wrestling. Let's see here. Um, oh, wow. So apparently... Americans are very forgiven. Very, very forgiven. Kevin Spacey's movie earned 126 million on opening day. So apparently, yep, apparently uh, he's been forgiven. He's been forgiven. The ensemble crime drama also starring. Ansel Elgort and Taron Egerton marks a career box office low for the disgraced Spacey after premiering on VOD. Discarded, I mean, disgraced actor Kevin Spacey is enduring a career low at the box office this weekend. That's a box office low? 
The ensemble crime drama Billions Boys Club quietly opened Friday in eight theaters scattered in selected states across the U.S. The indie film earned an abysmal 126 for the for the first day and another 162 on Sunday for the two days totaling 287 following its release on premium VOD last month, according to, but that's not, why does that sound like a lot to me? Hmm. Uh, last month, according to those with access to a theater grocers, for the full weekend, Billionaire Boys Club could have troubled making much more than 425 <clears throat> put another put another way, that's a per location average of roughly fifty three for the weekend. If going by the average ticket price to date nine twenty seven, that means fewer than six people. Wait a minute. Oh, I don't think they mean millions. Oh my goodness. I think they actually mean $126 and then $162 then $287 and then yeah wow no so I guess we're not that forgiven okay I feel much better now I thought that Americans okay all right all right I take it back wow so it means what basically they're saying if tickets are pretty much averaging $9.27. That means fewer than six people showed up in each cinema. That is crazy. Yeah. You, you, you've, you've, been, um, you've been accused of a lot of bad things. You know, I don't need to go through them. I talked about it in, in my show about, was it sexual allegations or some, one of those shows? And with with boys, so yeah, no, I'm glad we're not that. Wow, that's great. We're not forgiven. We're not that forgiven. So um, yeah, you need to pack it up. Pack it up. Let's see here. So fewer than six people showed up in each cinema, and it's by far the worst showing spate of Spacey's career. Titles that debuted for the first time on VOD aren't generally big draws at the box office, but Billionaire Boys Club is faring particularly poorly. um, The fate of the film was left in serious question after Spacey was accused last fall of sexual assault by a number of men in the U.S. and England. Netflix and MRC fired him from House of Cards while Riley Scott replaced Spacey in all the Monday in the world. So we hope these distressing allegations pertaining to one's behavior that were not publicly known then, blah, blah, blah. 
The movie's top gross Friday is $45. Wow. In my old in my old in my old hometown of Middletown, Connecticut. I used to live there. So in Middletown, Connecticut, followed by AMC in Saratoga for $19. Only $9 was generated at the AFC Dare Valley 16 in California. So good for us, Americans. We didn't forgive him. We did not forgive him because he didn't need to be forgiven. What he did was horrible. Horrible. You are so horrible. Madonna turned 60 and I do not care. I really don't care. So I'll be right back. Well, uh, Mr. Spacey, a lot of people were very dissatisfied with your public apology. Some thought you were deflecting using that opportunity to come out of the closet. First of all, let's make one thing absolutely clear. I have nothing to be sorry for. Absolutely nothing. But I did my due diligence and released a lame public apology <laughs> like you do. <laughs> oh, you don't like it? Too bad. F*** you. It's all you get. Okay. 14-year-old Anthony Rapp drunk off his very first Tom Collins, please. Who wouldn't? Wow. Wow, indeed. You want to be mad at me, fine. But at least do me the courtesy of knowing what you should be mad about. Okay. For the past 25 years, I've had every twink in this town six ways from Sunday. <laughs> and New York. And London. <laughs> every confused Midwestern golden-haired marching band refugee with a Chardonnay-soaked stage mom willing to turn a blind, bloodshot eye to impromptu dance lessons. I've had them all. And guess what? They're all working today. <laughs> well, at least the good ones. Oh, my God. I'm not a predator. I'm a f gatekeeper. Hey there, Johnny Cornstock. You want to make it in show business? Well, then wear something lacy because here comes Spacey. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's how it works. That's how it's always worked. This is uh... awesome. <laughs> yes, you're right. I couldn't have said it better myself. First thing first, I'm the roundest. roundest. They don't ask, but the whole world feel it. They don't feel it. And I pee every 10 seconds. I can up and down. I would defy the laws of physics. Right, right. Cup of juice, open beer, make a deep cat. Huh. Taking prenatal straight, never chase that. Never put frozen on, wear my nap pad. Huh. As a reflux, you should taste that. I'm so pregnant. You already know. I'm in the last month. I can't even see my toes. I'm so pregnant. Kept it any close. Just go pee pee. I can't say I no waiting. I just want some sushi. Better show up on tap. Spend too much money online. I'm straight up in there so much. Oughta give me a job. He put time. Now tell me who that? Who that? Breathe on through that. Through that. Put the bag up by the door. I thought you knew that. Knew that. I be pre G G O. Hope my water holds. Did you get my push present? Only two weeks to go. I'm so pregnant. Got my ten pillows. I want to sleep, but you say no. Drunk off the minibar 
swollen kinkles can't wait Got the whole world asking when my due date Hot mama hands off, don't touch that Waddle to it, bet you're wondering if you'll get that back I'm so pregnant No more room to grow Wretch marks creeping back to blow Who that? who that? Pre-G-G-O, why'd I do that? Do that, pre-G-G-O to talk about this last Sunday but uh, well not Sunday actually Monday because I watched it Sunday the talking dead as you guys knew that know that Chris Harlow he was accused of uh, sexual allegations and the talking dead wasn't on for for months and I just want to commend AMC for reinstating him because it was such a big part of his life and he's you know, I've always I've grown to watching this show because he's it's, you know he does a very great job and uh, this is it's really rare that a company reinstates someone after false allegations usually destroys their lives. So again, I want to commend AMC and everyone should go watch the Talking Dead. Thank you. So uh, back to the show here. I just wanted to get that out the way because I forgot to say it. Last week, Monday, after I had watched it, it's a very emotional return. I'm not even sure if I mentioned it. I may have mentioned it. I am not sure, but it was worth mentioning again anyway. Uh, so uh, let's see what else is in the news here. Anything in the news? <clears throat> Iranian spiritual leader sentenced for insulting Islam. Interesting, very interesting. This was, uh, what paper is it? Thompson Routers Foundation News. This story was, uh, was to, was August 18. An Iranian court has sentenced the founder of a spiritual movement to five years in jail. His lawyer told ILNA News Agency on Saturday after he was accused of corrupting Muslims. Muhammad Ali Tari, founder of Ifran Halahi, I don't even know how I'm pronouncing these things, which calls itself in true, I don't care what they call it in English, whatever, blah, 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 arrested 2011 and charged for insulting Islamic sanctities, whatever. <clears throat> uh, let's see, anything else good? Da, 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 da. Nudist Sea membership soar. I wonder why is that? Why is that? 
Let's see here. The Walking Dead returns October 7th. Just in case you guys didn't know that. Um don't know if you're if you're done uh with the series at all, but uh <clears throat> I gotta follow it through to the end. I have to see what happens. Okay, so what was I gonna see? Nudist membership, uh Strip parade, the sun, another sun article. British, wow, they're actually showing the pictures. Well, they showed the back end of them. British naturism has recorded a huge rise in membership applications. The organization reckons we are becoming more comfortable in our own skin and sheddings stuff. You know, I don't, we're not meant to be unclothed like that. Adam and Eve ruined it. And so now that we all know that we are we're naked, now we're not supposed to be. So that's my theory on that. Okay. Um, no one is ever really ready. Aid in dying patient chooses the last day. Yeah, no one. That's why I wouldn't want to know. When it's time for me to go, I just, hopefully, I go peacefully. But no one's there knows. Cortez slammed for abandoned press from public event. Okay. I don't care about her. Amarosa prepping video releases. What video releases? I'm so sick of her. I really am. Amarosa has a stash of video, emails, text messages, and other documentation supporting the claims in her tell-all book about her time in the Trump White House. A person with direct knowledge of the records told the Associated Press. I don't care. Okay, just go away, female dog, go away. Uh, da -da. Mm -mm. Professor says emails were gay-coded, not sex harassment? What do you mean gay? What is this? Let's see here. This professor is from where? Let's see. Okay. The, um, a prominent New York University professor who is being sued by a former student who accuses her of sexual harassment said that her relationship with him was not sexual, that, that uh, affectionate emails they exchanged were just gay-coded correspondence. I don't even know what that means. Let's see, Professor Avita Ronell, a world-renowned professor of German and 
comparative literature released a statement on Friday in response to lawsuit filed against her this week by the former student and advisee Nimrod Rittman. In the lawsuit, Rittman said he was subject to unwanted kissing and groping, and he said he received many messages that made him uncomfortable. Ronell denied having any sexual contact with her student and said their emails contained exaggerated expressions of tenderness because they are both gay, not because she was sexually harassing him. She also said her messages were... uh, reciprocated in her statement. She included several purpose, I don't care. Uh, Bottom line is I don't care. I don't really care. I mean, obviously the world isn't the same anymore. Teachers aren't actually teachers anymore. They're not, They're teaching propaganda, so you expect them to 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 uh, act professional. No, they're not professionals anymore. They're not even teachers. They're just propagandists. <laughs> if that's even such a word, yeah, it's sickening. Very sickening. <laughs> Richest Americans listen to classical. Uh, I listen to classical, but I'm not a rich American. Uh, let's see. South African land Caesar. Terrified white farmers plot escape. You you have to. This is, this is scary stuff. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Scared Manafort Jewelry sent home for weekend safety fairs. Stuff is no good. Uh, top Republicans open up about Russian probe saying what? Let's see what this is. For much of last two years, Senate Intelligence Committee Chairman Richard Burr has been the Russia investigator who has seen but rarely heard on Capitol Hill an exclusive interview with the Associated Press, the North Carolina Republican opened up about the investigation that has now consumed 19 months of his life. He says it has been frustrating as hell and much more difficult than the original, than originally envisioned. But he says the integrity of the investigation and its importance to the institution of the Senate is something he has labored to protect. Nothing in this town stays classified or secret forever, Burr said, and at some point somebody's going to go back and do a review. And I'd love not to be the one that chaired the committee when somebody says, well, boy, you missed this, so we've tried, blah, blah, blah. I don't care about this stuff. I really don't. 
I don't care about this stuff. Trump warnings grow from forgotten Republicans. Don't care. TSA says air marshals don't follow ordinary travelers. Some ordinary travelers beg to differ. Vitamin D, the sunshine supplement has shadow money behind it. White women uses N-word on D.C. city bus and gets beat up. Why do so many celebs blame Ambien? Without warning, CA fire moved faster. Okay, Trump blasts social media, won't allow censorship. Let's see what this is. I don't know if he could help. I don't know if he could stop it unless there's regulations put in place. Speaking loudly and clearly for the Trump administration, we don't, we won't let that happen. President of the United States said Sunday in a tweet storm. President Trump on Saturday issued a tweet storm following the removal of conspiracy theorist Alex Jones and his InfoWars show. I didn't even realize that he did. I didn't know that. From most major social media platforms earlier this month. Social media is totally discriminating against Republican conservative voices. The president wrote in the first several tweets, speaking loudly and clearly for the Trump administration. We won't let that happen. The president did not indicate what steps his administration might take to prevent private companies from setting up and enforcing terms of services that have allowed them to discipline or shut down accounts for reported abuse. Too many voices are being destroyed, some good and some bad, and that cannot be allowed to happen. He wrote, without naming any specific accounts, censorship is a very dangerous thing and absolutely impossible to police. The president wrote, suggesting that social media companies may be politically motivated in enforcing their rules about hate speech and direct calls for violence. He also seemed to equate the recent moves to remove content from InfoWars, which has peddled widely debunked claims about Democrats running a child molestation ring out of Washington, D.C., Pizzeria, and the Sandy Fake Hook, or I put fake in there, Hook Massacre, was staged with a child actor with his own attacks on mainstream media. <clears throat> if you are weeding out fake news, there's nothing so fake as CNN, it's true, and MSNBC, and yet I do not ask that their sick behavior be removed, he wrote. The president's Twitter storm comes a week after Facebook, Apple, Spotify, and YouTube remove from their services, most of the content posted by Jones and his InfoWars network, citing 
what they said were violations of terms of, of services. Uh, earlier this week, Twitter followed suit with a seven-day suspension of Jones' personal account. Last week, Twitter also suspended accounts associated with former vice co-former Gavin McLean's and the far-right Proud Boys group. The latter had participated in last last summer's deadly Unite the Right rally of white supremacists in Charlottesville, Virginia. So, yeah, this stuff isn't good. It's not good at all. Okay, so uh, when I come back, I'm going to start on the main monologue. Hello, it's me. I was wondering if when I placed my order you heard me when I told you, Pepsi please. They say your food's supposed to please me, but I ain't done much eating. Hello, can you hear me? I'm inside my kitchen scraping onions off my third pound beef. And I told you everything, but you've forgotten that you told me it was my way or it's such a disgust deep inside of me and a lack of smiles hello from the other side i must have called a hundred times cause you should be sorry for putting sauce on my bun but when that song because it happens to me a lot especially when I go to a drive-thru and I'm already gone it actually happened the other day I went to Wendy's and I ordered the meal and I didn't get any fries all I got was the burger I was so angry I was also so hungry it was so late and I just kept going so I can definitely relate to this 
fat fast food version of hello great stuff all right let's get to what we wanted to talk about here today and that is what legacy do you want to leave behind before you're gone <clears throat> for me it was easy i've always wanted to leave my music behind that was my legacy but it changed i don't know when it changed but i wanted to leave more than my music behind because i wanted to leave my thoughts behind too so it was a matter of how do i leave my thoughts behind yes my music are my thoughts but not i didn't want to leave lyrics behind alone i wanted to leave my actual thoughts of how i you know my mind process things on my you know political how i feel spiritually you know how i read different stories and how i interpret them and how i comment on them do my commentary and so i want to leave all that behind as my part of my legacy as well just add to the piece of the puzzle just like my book that book i had to leave that behind not that i wanted to but i had to leave that behind and so that's done so what i'm focusing on now is to continue lending my voice and sending it out there across the airwaves so someone can be changed for the better and not for the worse and that is what i am hoping for i'm really hoping for that that someone i mean my music has done that i've gotten numerous calls voice messages in fact i just got one now even though they know i'm not doing that anymore and they call the show and they start playing my music back to me so i don't know why they do it but they continue to do that but um yeah i've gotten people my audience for my music was mostly male so i gotten a lot of young younger folks that would call me up and said I've changed their life my music changed their lives very uh heartfelt when they say that even one of my customers like I I think I told a story already where her son was 17 at the time he's now 22 or 21 and when I gave her the CD I didn't she didn't have any idea that her son was touched by that that segment that he watched me on Toss.0 so it's very fulfilling to uh to have your content touch people in a positive way that's a great thing and so that's what my legacy i wanted to be in addition to my videos and my music and my book i want to continue this podcast for as long as i can as long as i have the voice to do it and to give you insights on how my mind works by just talking about things everyday things and um hopefully i change some people's lives this way as well so that's not really much more i had to say on that i do really just everyone i don't know everyone people who don't want to leave a legacy behind i feel like you know what i mean everyone don't everyone are not created equally right that's democrats think that everyone should be created equally 
So everyone's not created equally. Therefore, not everyone wants to leave a legacy behind because it's not that important to them. The only thing that's important to them is to work nine to five until they're at retirement age and then they retire. And then, then they just go on vacations and pass away. But others have more ambition. Like the podcast is just another piece of, I don't know what else is going to be next, but I know that this is where I need to be right now. I am exactly where I need to be. I've heard that somewhere before. I don't know why it rings a bell, but I'm exactly where I need to be. And so I'm going to keep doing this. And I knew I was really into it when I upgraded to getting the actual broadcasting mic. So I knew that, yes, okay, I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in now. And so hopefully you guys appreciate the content that I try to bring to you each and every day except last Thursday and I couldn't and you wouldn't have wanted to listen to me anyway. So um, hopefully this week goes smoother. Hopefully I'm not killing myself again this week and I'm able to bring the content to you again. And um, that's pretty much all I got for today. Hopefully, hopefully you enjoyed the show and tell a friend. Um, Thank you for your listenership. God's willing, I will be back with you again tomorrow. Thanks. Oh, baby, come on, so come on, people, baby.